This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. If I have to see fucking Lisa Rinna getting a spinoff with her kids, I'm like, Girl. no, she's not. I'm like, this, t- I'm, I, here's my prediction that was planted. Oh, absolutely. She planted that. Because in talks with Bravo, prove it. Girl, you okay. Prove you know it. What? No, I said, like, I'm, I'm never giving her that energy again. I said it. No. Nope. Okay. So I saw, and everyone's posted that. I'm like, please. Stop it. Um, anyway, well, we're here to talk about family karma. And yes. uh I have to say, Brian stays cracking me up. Oh my god! And he's consistent because he starts mess every episode, and I love it. And I, I actually, I'm coming to think he doesn't think he's being messy. Oh no, absolutely not. He literally <laughs> thinks he's being a great friend to whoever that person is. But he, he kind of knows though, because he's always like, "Now don't tell him I told you," because I'm not supposed to tell you're you. Right, anything. You're right. You're right. And he does, then, he's like, he's like, I don't want to be in trouble. It's like, so you do know you are doing something. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're and right. they he always does. immediately go and tell, and he's like, "God damn it." Yeah, you're right. You're God right. damn it! <laughs> um, the episode's called "Holy Moly." Let's get into it. Should, wait, hold on. Before yeah. we get into it, what am I saying, Kendrick? I finally watched The Last of Us. I was you shocked you this. didn't say anything. You know this. I'm <laughs> yes. sorry. I couldn't believe I forgot. Um, <laughs> Kendrick has been on me about not watching The Last of Us, and I, mm-hmm. I did not follow your instructions because I was like, I'm never gonna not have distractions, so I'm just gonna right. watch this shit and do my best to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, it's it's outstanding. Amazeball. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's edge of my seat. I like wasn't breathing. I was like, I hate it. I'm not gonna breathe. I can't handle it. It's perfectly done with the scary, you know, zombie like moving around of the people and all. Like really well done. Um, I'm not gonna do any spoilers because it's like too soon. I know people still need to catch up and watch it. But that third episode, the most recent episode, oh. was gorgeous so good gorgeous and nick offerman i'm so happy for him that he got an opportunity to play such a character after after being known for such a comedic character for so long like being Mm -hmm. being being defined as ron Mm -hmm. from parks Parks and rec Rec. you know and getting to play such a completely different person and in one episode those actors took us on such a journey wow 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 it's something that hbo nails all the time too even if it's not a full episode like i think euphoria has perfected the way that like you tell a story and then go into an episode because like when they you know their intros are so fantastic like when they i think about like you know when they told cal's story like when him and his high school best friend Derek mm. were so great of an opening when they told like uh how cat you know had got her her boyfriend when she was little and that's what caused her to uh start eating more and like all this stuff. it was like oh it, they set up the episode so story yes they set it up so good like rue's story with her dad and all, uh it's just HBO, you know, I'm a, we talked about this on my podcast this week. I'm a HBO, so like mm-hmm. anything HBO, I'm I'm there for, and they just they nail it. They they knocked it out of the park. If you haven't been watching The Last of Us, yeah. just check out the first episode. Put your phone across the room, just watch it. The first like twenty minutes 
is completely mm-hmm. different than the rest of the show, but yeah. you need it because it just it knocks your ass right in the chest and you're like, oh, I didn't need this to happen, but now I never want this to stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yes. and episodes one and two together are I I gave them a nine out of ten. And if mm-hmm. you guys have been listening and following for a while, you know that I'm a harsh critic. Yes. So I, like they were I could um, I'm like I I almost gave it a ten out of ten. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna give them ten. I'll give them ten out of ten. There you go. Why there not? you go. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm withholding the one point for. <laughs> Let me ask you then. Who's so like who's your favorite character on the show so far? Is there someone that you just like attached to or I love um the girl. Ellie. I love Ellie. Okay. I love her. I mm-hmm. think she's she's a great actress. I like that she's our comedic relief. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. He's great though too. He's sexy. He's like, mm, yes. You know, I'll I yeah. literally will follow him. I get him it hell, now. You know, I, yes. You know, and I'm <laughs> funny because if you don't see, if I don't, I didn't. I I, I was like, really, this guy? Like, because you and I are usually on the same page when it comes. Mm-hmm. Kendrick and I are basically looking for the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and usually we're on the exact same page when it comes to all guys. So I was kind of like, huh. I don't. But as soon as he was. As soon as he started saving people, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. never mind. I get it. And he's always in that kind of role. That, The Mandalorian, which is like a Star Wars thing. Uh, Extraction on Netflix. Like, it's it's all it's all good. Yeah. It's all like good. There's, some, there's something in his voice that changes when he's... Yeah, no, he's hex hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Like yes. as soon as he had to switch into the mode of I'm the guy you're gonna look to 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 like there as soon as as soon as it starts to go go south and like oh we need to, everything needs to change and everyone needs to shift gears and his his brother or his cousin or whoever they're whatever I think it's brother mm-hmm. is like what are we doing and I'm like oh yeah because he's the man that you got to listen to because he's the guy Ooh, yeah mm-hmm. I got it. I understood. Yes. I get it. I get it now. So, yeah. At first, I was like, because his face doesn't do it for me, mm-hmm. but it's different. I, you know, and here's what's so funny. When you see these people in person, they're, it's so different. We just get so desensitized. <laughs> we get so desensitized when they're on, t- on the screen. Right. Because it's true, though. Like, screens do strip people of beauty. So if people yeah. are beautiful through screens, can you imagine how gorgeous they are in person? Mm-hmm. So if I saw this man in real life, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, he's stunning. But yes. you, just get, you get so picky when you're watching it on television. You're like, it's true. Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. I, this, uh, y'all just have to watch. It's, it's so, so good. good. Just it's check scary, it out. It's scary, though. Be prepared. It is scary. Yes. Like, it's fucking scary. It's intense. It's mm-hmm. not like light viewing before you go to bed. Right. <laughs> Which is right when I view it every time, too, and have nightmares. So, yes. Yeah, but... it's, it's fucking scary. <laughs> so okay, good. Now let's go into Family Karma. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. You fool. That's my opinion! I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. 
honestly, I don't care at all about Vish and Richa and the courthouse. Good little comic relief, but yeah. Uh, I, I was at like, this okay, point. cool, thank you. <laughs> they went, they, oh, we, oops, we still don't have it right. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> but my, my notes are very sparse. And then later when they do the actual ceremony with Amrit, I, because I watched it once without taking notes, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I just fast forwarded. I like literally was like fast forward. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't need to take any notes on this because we already watched your wedding. You don't get another one. Right. <laughs> Y'all have like crammed three entire weddings into this season now because we have your official wedding. Now we've had this makeshift wedding. And then we do Amrit and Nicholas at some point soon. I want. What episode is this? Like episode I was eleven, say maybe? 11, well, 11. This is twelve. Twelve. Okay. Look at them getting all these episodes. Okay. Look at them getting all exactly. They did exactly. them. This is I'm ranting now, but they did them greasy this past week though by slipping in that watch what happens live episode and tanking their viewership. I think Andy Cohen hates this show. What did they slip in? I'm so I missed it. Literally Potomac. So I I rarely ever watch reality tv live anymore but i was watching potomac and then right after because it said it was an hour and a half long i was like oh supersized episode they're really gonna be <laughs> going in on karen's ass this episode but it was an hour of potomac and then at 30 minutes of watch what happens live and then they had just announced it like yeah family karma comes on at 9 30 now and it's like what the f- like what what are you doing so they Yikes. basically tanked their ratings for the rest of the season so it's like wow okay why meanwhile watch what happens live had like a great had like uh close to six hundred thousand viewers Ooh, that sucks that sucks because what obviously what happens is what whoever's like done watching potomac kind of just like lets the lets it play Mm -hmm. lets it just that keeps the tv on you know right that's fucked up yeah (gasps) they respect them so little and i really hate that ew Ugh. I'm not surprised though, because you know it's like Andy's like it's not my show, right? Like, exactly. I'm not, an, I'm not an executive producer on that show, so I don't fucking care. Nothing. Exactly. I don't, I don't benefit from that show. You know, he's such a shitty person. Yeah. Um. Actually, I take that back. I want to be on Watch What Happens Live one day in the, as a bartender. So <laughs> never mind. That would be fun. That would I be fun. I think I'd be a great bartender. <laughs> I want like a really hot guy on too, and I want them to ask some really inappropriate sex questions, like they do. Because mm, like, he absolutely does. He always does that. It's like mm-hmm. it's like like you know, just like Luke. It's like okay, Luke, time for your round of inappropriate questions. How big is your dick? Exactly. Oh, Did you see when? Theo James was on the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this oh is so cringe, so he was cringe." Such a good sport, though. Yeah, Theo James handled it like a pro. But mm-hmm. I've I've even said multiple times when Theo James was doing press for White Lotus, uh, that I'm like, "Can they stop asking about the nude scenes and the prosthetics and all that?" It's like these are actors that you know. This is part of their job. It's part of their craft. Mm-hmm. That's why they have intimacy coordinators. They have people there because it's delicate subject matter let's yep. not have every asshole talk show host be like so what's it like to do butt shots exactly <laughs> which it always is it's like it's awkward so thanks god 
Amrit and Nicholas, they go and they meet the priestess who I am obsessed with. Mm-hmm. She's everything. Yes. Um, Amrit's parents are used to a man, obviously. So this is a big adjustment. Mm-hmm. And Amrit gives Nicholas the speech, like, please just be patient with my parents. And reminds Nicholas, like, remember, you were cool with this, like, Hindu ceremony. Like, you were cool with that. And Nicholas is he's Nicholas is doing great with setting his boundaries. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, yes, he I, should. Get, I get that I did that. But I don't want this to turn into, like, oh, like, how about we do this? Or how about we do that? Like, what is on the docket is what we're doing. We're not mm-hmm. adding things. And the way Amrit looks at him, his eyes were like, the, if looks could kill. <laughs> if he could have had like a seizure right there from rolling his eyes, he would have. He's Absolutely. Like, you, you will not talk to my mother that way. <laughs> I think it's got to do partly because their dad, his dad's paying for a lot of it. Like his dad's funding the wedding. So I'm sure there's a bit of guilt there for Amrit. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sushma arrives. She's awesome. Love her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes she's like thank you for including me in your love story oh, say no more priestess obsessed you've with got you. the job it's yours you're hired <laughs> you're everything um but i love amrit warns because they order cocktails and amrit's mm-hmm. like just to warn you my mom can be a little passive aggressive you know like oh you're having a cocktail yeah <laughs> <laughs> As all mothers are, yes. It's such a good, it's such a like funny thing. I feel like I feel like she's done that once before too. Yes, but actually, wait, I take that back. I feel like Amrit always warns Nicholas that she's going to do that, but then she never does. Then she's a delight, like yeah. yeah and we've seen like them in a scene, just them together. Yeah, and she was absolutely pleasant. So it's like I don't know. I feel like when he, the other time was when they had first moved in and he's like, okay, they're on their way over. He's like, just, if my mom might make a comment. And then she never did. Unless they right. edited it out, but like she didn't. So. Right. She's a delight, um, okay? <laughs> she's lovely. How dare you? Yes. <laughs> you guys, I've been taking the Just Thrive Probiotic and the Just Calm together for the last two and a half, three weeks, and my stomach has not been hurting. It's probably like 70% less uncomfortable than it's been in my entire life, which then is giving me less anxiety. And it's not like anything else has changed in my life. My life is still just as typical and anxiety-ridden as it normally is. But because my stomach and my gut health is better, I have less anxiety. I've been doing it backwards this whole time. I've always had stomach issues and I've always had anxiety. And so I thought I had to figure out how to stop having anxiety for me to stop having stomach issues. But what I've learned is if I take care of my gut health, that will help lessen the anxiety. Because what I've learned is your gut actually has more serotonin than your brain. And when your gut health is better, it like 
communicates something to the brain or something, and it, it lessens anxiety. I know I learned all this from Tina Anderson. She's the founder of Just Thrive. I did a whole interview with her. Check that out for sure. And I've taken probiotics for a decade at least. Just Thrive specifically has this strain that once it arrives in the gut alive, that's apparently a thing. Like it needs to arrive alive in the gut. It acts like a gardener. So it safely eliminates bad bacteria and replenishes the good. And the best part is if you have kids, you can open the capsules and sprinkle it into food or drinks so that you can sneak it in there for them. Here's the other fun part, the Just Calm. Just say Just Calm and we're all in, right? We're all in for this. Just Calm is formulated with three targeted B vitamins and they're proven to drive neural processes in the brain. It quickly promotes a healthy response to everyday stress. When I am working during the day, I am more focused. I usually have a bad habit of starting like five projects at once and then not actually getting anything done, but I'm much more alert, clear. I have better energy. I'm sleeping better. This is true stress management built for our modern day stress-filled world. And for the technical stuff, Just Thrive products have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and They have a money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. If you are ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm with promo code SHESPEAKS at JustThriveHealth.com. While you're there, check out all the other research-based products they have for optimal gut and immune health. There's something for everyone, even a probiotic for your fur baby, all with a bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee. Take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. Lavina wants to bow down and touch Sushma's feet, but she's like, we don't do that, okay? New age, new era. We're not we're not deifying everybody, okay? Just because mm-hmm. like I, I went online and got like ordained, right? I don't know how I, I shouldn't. I don't know what her process was, but basically that's what she's saying. She's like, no, right? I always I I feel bad about that because you know obviously I'm I don't know if I call myself traditional at all. Like I'm such a progressive, like forward thinking person that, but I always I'm I'm kind of apprehensive about like just throwing stuff out the window if I know that like I don't have an issue with it so like something like that I wonder what I don't know I I wonder how that makes them feel because it's like that doesn't harm anything just like adhering to that custom or you know kind of bending to that thing so like I'm always that person I'm like I don't mind like I'll I'll do that that's okay whatever like but then I know some people are like no um, this way now. We're not doing that. This is how it is. So just stuff like that I always kind of pick up on. I'm like, oh, they didn't, no harm, no foul. But also like... Oh, you mean like she should have let them do the, the bowing and the foot thing? I'm, just, I'm always like just conscious about it because I'm like... I wonder, I'm always thinking, like, if that was me, it wouldn't hurt me at all. Like, uh, my parents, because I'm thinking, like, I wonder what her parents are like and if they're the same way. And so I'm wondering if she's like, no, she draws that boundary with them. So, like, now she draws it with everyone or what or maybe her parents are progressive too i don't know because yeah. she mentioned she brought up a sibling i think that her sister the reason she does is because 
Yeah, her, sister, her husband's sibling is transgender. Yes, 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 yes. And that's how she became a priestess because as they were going through their wedding ceremony with the pundit and all the rituals, it became clear that they would never be able to find one. So that's why she got ordained. Mm-hmm. So you're saying she kind of is going to, she's being insensitive, basically. See, and I don't even know if I would say that because it's like, I'm just... I'm always conscious about that. I'm wondering, I'm like, I wonder if she, you know, I wonder why she does that. Cause I'm, I'm like, if it was me, I'm like, I wouldn't care. Like as progressive and for like, you know, as I am, I'm, I don't, I wouldn't care. Like I, like, I never, if that's what they want to do, allow them to do it. Right. Yeah. But then also I wonder too, cause I'm messy as hell. I wonder how much like Nicholas plays into that. Maybe he had a conversation with her beforehand. Like, okay, look, you got to help me like win some battles. Cause I have been walked Ooh, you over. Think, you think he did? <laughs> I'm so messy. I don't know, but I, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm just thinking like maybe he's, you know, he needs someone to help him win a battle because he hasn't I gotten any wins so far. Obsessed with that theory. Let's go with it. Because I, Nicholas is in his power. He mm-hmm. is not taking it back. So I would love it if he was like, "Listen, bitch, <laughs> you and me," because she does. Okay, so like she goes. Oh, by the way, though, real quick, Lavina mm-hmm. says she throws in there that she happened to ask a traditional pundit to do the ceremony, and he said no. Nicholas loses his mind about this. He's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he gets pissed. But anyway, mm-hmm. when, when Sush was going over like the ceremony, she does say that she's she's like, now I would like to offer you guys the option of reciting your vows. And that was something Nicholas wanted. So your theory could track that she was told <laughs> to say that. I'm here. I listen. Maybe I'm messy, like, but I'm here like, for yes, it. Yes, I did want that. Mm-hmm. How how interesting <laughs> that you threw that in there. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little a little undercover work, which I'm and I'm here he for. Sl- he slips her the rest of her money. He's like and exactly your other twenty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's very funny. That's actually very, very funny. Yes. Um, all right. We'll leave that. Bali is at is at home with her mom. Her mm-hmm. mom who is like, can you leave? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right now, please. Yeah. Yikes. Um, it's cute, though, because her mom and dad are like, we want our little spots on the couch back. And I felt that deeply. Oh, same. <laughs> Absolute same. Like when you have company and like you have to make space for people and you're like, okay, but that is my spot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very Sheldon Cooper about like where I sit on the couch. Like, no, I sit there. That's like, I have a sectional. That's the long piece. Everyone knows I sit there to stretch out, watch my TV. Like, don't, don't sit there. What are you doing? That's It's rude. disrespectful. Absolutely. That's, that's, inter- that's, your, that's, that's not cool. No. Bali really does not want to move to Louisville, though. Damn. <laughs> I mean, she did not. She's like, no, uh, thank you. It's like, yeah. And he really can't move. Like, he really can't relocate. Like, damn. Right. This I is mean, like it seems a like deal breaker. It seems like you would try to make Miami work instead. I, <laughs> I mean, no shade to on. our Louisville listeners, but yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> it's just like if it's that big of a deal breaker, right? Like, are we are we missing something else? But I mean, maybe sure. if you have your whole, if you have a whole community in Florida and like that is your whole world and then you're like, yeah, let me go move to Louisville where there's nobody. Right. Uh, now we get to Holy. 
They keep putting up that stupid uh, not legally thing on what's her face. Richa is it? Richa. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking get it. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with Anisha wearing a whole hat, long sleeve, turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Like she's so armed up for this whole thing. She knows. She knows. She, she, I think she also does like didn't want to get sunburned because Lopa was like struggling <laughs> with the sun, and she's like, "This is why I look like a beekeeper." Right. I want. I'm. I wonder. I've. I've never known, but we do. Um. They do like the color run here, which is like a really big event here yeah. every year, and it. That's what this reminded me of. Like just like viewing wise because it's the colors and like you know you have to wear white and all like that and i'm wondering if i've never known but i wonder if the color run is like connected to anything religious or do you know what just... time of year oh i don't i feel like it's in the spring well, every year that's it well, maybe maybe because holy is for the spring <laughs> there we go the uh, anisha asking lopa about the prenup did yes. You, what's the context on that? I didn't know. Lo- I'm like, what? You, I, I feel like that's kind of like we knew that would happen, though, because I feel like I feel like we knew early on that Lopa has like cha-ching ching, right? Like oh, house here. I think so. Like house here, house there. And, you oh, know, I guess. Yeah, I did. But I was <laughs> like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. But then Vish is like talking about his prenup that he didn't even read. He's like, yeah, signed it. his mom, Brush was like, and you read it. What was in it? He's like, um, <laughs> what? Oh, so boy. clearly, clearly you're right, actually. So they so. OK. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. my God. Is that Probably. I, oh my I bet, God! No wonder Lopa hates him. Right? I bet there's so much more. She probably wanted her to marry just like a super rich attorney or like something like. Mm-mm. Oh no. my God! Now you got a guy <laughs> who sells real estate and doesn't even know what a half bath is. <laughs> exactly. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. Ugh. It is official. My bestie is trying for a kid this year. So I told her about modern fertility. And by the way, I know that we go to the OBGYN once a year, but if you ever plan on having a kid, it is important to know what's going on with your fertility and your reproductive health. This is why Modern Fertility was created. Modern Fertility gives you insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, which is like, do you have more eggs or fewer eggs than average for your age? Vital. Other important factors can also impact your fertility. Modern Fertility tests all of these things in an easy and affordable at-home test. You just prick your finger, mail it in with a prepaid label, and you get your results in six business days. And these results go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. I love that part. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. Modernfertility.com slash she speaks. 
for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I did study Spanish in high school, right? Yes. Right? Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language learning lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I have been using Babbel daily to learn Spanish for my sexy solo Tulum trip that I'm determined to take this year. I want to land a hot, sexy vacation lover who only speaks Spanish. And I will. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it a very easy way to learn a new language on the go for a busy gal like me. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent which is totally true because it's corrected me three different times. And I was a little offended on one of them, but it was true. It was accurate. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So, hello. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash she speaks. That's babbel.com slash she speaks for up to 55% off your subscription. I love Brian walks up and goes, oh, the vibes are great. <laughs> i love him i love him so much i love him he's so cute he's like teaching lopa to do this like shoulder dance yes Lop- lopa's doing it too i'm like yeah it's everybody everybody wants some of the, the auntie benny everybody right <laughs> uh I, the amount of them trying to avoid getting paint on them like this does look like a nightmare to me like it's <laughs> I, I agree like everyone is just like smacking you in the face with paint like I'm glad mm-hmm. that they addressed it because I feel like every other holy we've seen on this show seems like just joyous and everyone likes it. I'm glad mm-hmm. that this time it's more accurate to what I feel. Because yeah. like when Amrit arrives, Vish is like, I'm just giving you one warning. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, like bracing. Like that would be me. Like Nicholas and Amrit are like, I like personal space and there is no personal space at holy. At all. Oh Everyone gosh. is like all on top of you, like smearing it on you. It's a lot, it, it, and it seems like a, a like a ton of people there too. Like I feel like it's in a big area, but it, no matter like how big it is, it always feels like there's a ton of people there too. It's like shit. It's crowded. Yeah, I like oh. Monica putting the paint on the camera guy. It was so cute. Yeah, I love that. They, they're so like the other cast member of this show. Like it's, I love it. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Amrit can't wait. He's like, am I the only one who thinks it's weird with this whole Anisha deadline? I think she, <laughs> I just think she's setting herself up for disappointment. Listen, uh. we're, as Housewives watchers, we know uh, I'm concerned 
bullshit. Just like, no, all you're doing is just talking shit. Yep. That's it. (laughs) She's getting set up for disappointment. Okay. Nope. (laughs) There is a quick clip of Vish and Amrit in their confessional talking shit about Brian and Anisha's friendship. (laughs) They don't like, they're, they hate Anisha being happy. I, they, okay. I'm glad you said it because they definitely seem very catty towards her relationship. And I don't know if, you know, some people have a very hard time letting go when someone finds happiness because oh, they, yeah. they, they're so used to that person, like not being miserable, but being yep. like being, being happier than them is what I'll say. Exactly. They're so used to being happier than them that now that they've gotten to happiness, it's like, oh no, I'm wishing everything I can and that shit. Nope. Get the fuck out of here with that. And that's exactly what they seem like. They are they are hating, and Brian picks up on it immediately. He might have been a little messy, but that's okay. But he saw it, okay? He saw that right away. And he warned his friend. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so awkward when Monica's like, this is my gynecologist. And then she goes <laughs> to Rishi. She goes, oh, is this your fiance? And she's like, no, boyfriend. Whoops. Don't worry about that. It's fine. But then Vish is like, actually, Rishi approached me about planning a special date. So I'm assuming it's about a proposal because if anyone knows proposals, it's me. (laughs) And we'll get to that later. Boy. Um, But okay, this is how fucking messy Amrit was when he's talking to Brian and Vish about the thing. Mm -hmm. He goes, ultimatums with guys, it stresses them out. Okay, thanks a lot. And then, but Brian, Brian is such an obvious friend here. He's like, you know, I did ask her about that. And he's mm-hmm. okay with the timeline. And because Amrit's like, wait, you're not supposed to like have something positive to say. This is supposed to be a moment where we're talking shit about Anisha. Mm-hmm. He's like, does he know? Does he know the timeline? And Brian says, yes. And so Amrit's like, okay, wait, this isn't enough of a scandal. So I'm going to switch gears again. He goes, so why is it happening now? Why is it not happening in May? What? What? Hater. Hater! What? And then Vish, Vish says, why not come down here and meet the friends? So, like, Brian's like, oh, she's trying to keep him a bit private. I read between the lines here when Vish is, when he, Vish had his confessional. Mm-hmm. Vish is super resentful that Anisha doesn't show relationships on the show. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he gets raked over the coals for the way he is in relationships. Mm-hmm. And this happens on every reality show where there's that one cast member who shields her or their relationship. Yes. Absolutely. And then it's fair. It is fair. Rules of rules of reality TV, just being fair, it's true. Mm-hmm. You know. It's true. Unfortunately, Vish, you are, you know. There, even if sorry there's just no way around it Vish you suck <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah He's, you know yeah so you know but yeah but Amra goes he, he, he goes Anisha and I are in a good place we're in a good place so I don't want to ruin that I just don't want it to not happen the way she wants it to happen oh, she's bullshit. setting herself up for disappointment B.S. <laughs> B. Yes, get out of here. He's such a fucker. Yeah. He's no such one a believes that. Fucker. No one believes that shit. Get out of here. But then <sighs> Brian, as soon as he can, he's like, so Anisha, I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> I was just talking to the guys over <laughs> he there. He literally leaves that group and walks directly over to her. <laughs> he doesn't waste any time. Nope. That's why we love at him. At all. 
But he's like, I don't know, though, but maybe it was concern. Like, he actually does seem genuine when he says that. He's like, I don't know, maybe it, it might have been more concern. But then Anisha's like, where are they? And he goes, he goes, hold on, wait, I don't want to, they're going to, I don't want to be a snitch. So you're right. He does know. He yeah. does know. <laughs> you're right. Yep. He does know. He does totally know. Uh, I love And then, it. so she walks up and she goes, why are you guys talking shit? Brian just said he felt like you guys were trash talking. And Amrit's like, you little fucker. I <laughs> He's like, he was just here, literally. Yeah, he's he like, I, already thought, he came st- and he's like, I thought he was still here, actually. Like, <laughs> I thought he was still right next to me. When did he leave? Jeez. <laughs> that's, how, that's how recently we were just talking to him. I oh love that. Oh, my God. I uh, love that. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want you to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. Shut up. God. That is so rude. Not That's only, so it's just like, it's such rude. bullshit too. Like that is not why you're concerned. You want to be catty and you want to gossip about the shit and you want her to like stay miserable and you don't want her to be happy. Like none of this is concern for her. Like get the fuck out of here. Just own it. Exactly. Just be like, I, cause he, he doesn't, like, I wish you would admit like, I'm just being messy. I wish, mm-hmm. cause he's that messy. Yep. But Anisha points out perfectly. She's like, here's the thing. You guys don't even ask me how I'm doing. It's not like you guys are coming to me and saying this. I don't even know you have an opinion on it, which right. is true. Mm-hmm. And then when when Vish and fucking um, Amrit have their confessional, they're like, I'm not even surprised. And Vish is like, <laughs> he's Auntie Brian. As funny as that is, Vish, you're one to talk. Right. <laughs> okay. You're uh-huh. both so guilty of the exact same thing. Absolutely. Because it wasn't he the one that ran back and told Amrit that Brian told him that. Uh, see, no. See? see? Same coin. Same Vish coin. Vish even said to Brian, why did you tell me? <laughs> yes. Why did yes. you tell me? He said. So, come on now. Same coin. Uh, Anisha was like trying to get mad and, and she was like, just stop talking shit. And then Vish actually does get her here. He goes, well, Brian was just talking shit about us with you, so... And then she like pauses. She's like, "Fair point." Right. So they let they let it go. We all do it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just what this group of friends is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cute because Mo- this is proof that Anisha and Monica are cool. Anisha's like, "I need a drink," and then she goes to Monica and mm-hmm. gets a drink, and they have a little moment. Look at them. Look at them. Love that. Love that <laughs> look, for them. Love that for them. Yes. But then here's my favorite part of the episode. Nicholas pulls okay. Brian Nicholas pulls Brian aside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? This is not mm-hmm. so good. So good. And uh he goes, here's the thing. This is Nicholas. He goes, We say something and you run your mouth. It sounds like you're being a busybody. <laughs> and Brian's like, It sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then in his confessional, he's like, I don't even know what busybody means. <laughs> what does that mean? I walk a lot? <laughs> He's so likable. I just, he, I, you can't hate Brian. No matter how much he gossips and everything, you just cannot dislike him. He legitimately, when he, when, when Nicholas said, it feels like you're a busybody. He's like, mm, sounds like that. Cause he did not know what that meant. Like he's like, be cool, dude. Keep it together. Like he's like Brian. Act like you know what he means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like, mm, yeah, it does, doesn't it? 
And then with and like by the confessional, he still hasn't looked it up. He's like, I don't even know what busybody means. Like, what right. does that mean? I walk a lot. This is like it goes back to the earlier one. He's like, that's not very lawyer like of you. Right. What? <laughs> He's in his so defense, stupid. I will say, if I didn't know what busybody meant and I had to guess, I'd be like, hmm, somebody that walks around a lot. Well, I would have guessed like someone that goes from person to person, but yeah, you, you would know. have put that together, yeah, in context. <laughs> so, Brian, never mind. Sorry, never, you tried though. That was I tried. cute that you tried. I tried. I'm sorry, Brian. Oh my god, <laughs> he's like, he's trying to explain. He's like, I'm trying to like bridge the gap. But then Nicholas is like, well, I'm, it just makes me not want to tell you things. But th- that makes – no, no. Brian goes, I hope it doesn't make you not want to tell me things. And Nicholas goes, well, it does make me hesitant. And Brian's like, wait, like in the future? <laughs> Genuinely shocked. Genuinely shocked that this would affect Nicholas's opinion of him. And Nicholas Gosh. trust in him. He's like, mm-hmm. wait. Are you, do do you think I would possibly break your trust and tell someone something? And and then Nicholas goes, I can't tell if your eyes are watering because you're crying. (laughs) Brian goes, no, I'm just drunk. Right. (laughs) We've been here a while now. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, that's the end of Holy. And then Mm -hmm. the next shot is at Brian's apartment and he's got nothing but camping furniture. Jeez. Oh god, just the visual of this. Like this kid is comedy. It is the definition of a dude apartment. Like when you get your first apartment, that is exactly like I remember having to uh when I like got out of grad school, I moved to Indianapolis and I was like I'm staying there for a while. I had my friends. I was like every, I, everything was perfect, but it took so long for my furniture to get delivered. Oh. I was on a I had a futon in college that I got from Walmart and I had worn that motherfucker down so much that it is literally, you'd be better off like making a pallet on the floor than sleeping on that futon. Yeah. It was, you can feel every rail and Oh, it was bad. And I had to sleep on that for God knows how long to their furniture. Like it literally took the furniture probably a month and a half to come. It was like every single day you're like, yes, back getting worse and worse and worse. I was going to say your poor back. Yes, it was so bad. So, Brian, I get it, but also stop it. You're on TV. <laughs> he literally, I don't need, I, I couldn't even tell what was the bed. Was it just like a sheet? I couldn't lo- tell. I think it was a pallet. Like, it was probably just was it- a comforter on top. Probably the comforter was a That's base what it and looked then like. just a blanket on top, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't even look like there was actually a mattress or anything, right. like any kind of cushion of any kind. Oh. Uh, this scene was just about Anisha talking about how her boyfriend's going to meet her grandparents. That's yeah. what the scene was. And then That's the wedding cute. scene. And I fast. I'm not kidding. I fast forwarded. I'm like, I can't. I'm not like, I can't take notes on this. You got, we already watched two full episodes of you guys getting married. Yes. Am I really supposed to watch Amrit wed you? Right. Oh, that's not fair. No. Did anything interesting happen? I, I didn't even pay attention the first time I watched no, uh, Amrit like stumbled over the names, and then I, I remember that correct- part. Yeah, that's about it. Right, that's literally about it. That was what I thought. Okay, mm-hmm. moving on. Moving on. Now we get to the date. I really didn't like Rishi already. 
But now I really, really don't like him. He's so oblivious. I wouldn't. I think it's intentional. I'm honestly. Yeah. I think it's intentional. I really think it's gaslighting at this point. I think he's a. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. like. She has told you a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Everyone around her dad Mm -hmm. told you. Anisha, Bali, and I'm sure other people have told you. You've had scenes upon scenes on camera where this topic has come up. Mm -hmm. And you have the gall to plan (laughs) this whole romantic looking thing. And his thing is, it's been a rough couple weeks. So I figure this, you know... This whole thing that would make me look good. This would make me look like a good boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit about how Monica really feels. This is to make me look like I am actually not a piece of shit. Right. Monica straight up thinks, obviously, this is a proposal because that's how it looks. The fucking gondola ride? Are you kidding me? And... The shot that they've continuously used of him reaching for something, is that the ring? It's him grabbing a booze-free bottle of bubbles. Ugh. It's, I don't even know if this is worse or better than my... You know, I, I predicted that he was going to reach and give her a promise ring. So I don't even know if it, this bottle of champagne is even better or worse. I, I don't know. You did predict that. Mm-hmm. You did. And then they do, like, the kiss under the bridge. You know, listen... Props to Martha, the gondola captain. For, she did all she could. She's like, I'm she tried my best here, buddy. Like, this is the best I can do. But Monica probably found out about this date ahead of time. She called Martha. She's like, now look, I'll be there tomorrow. We got to get this ball rolling. Like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, to the, the ring, the kids, the picket fence. You got to help me out here. Martha's saying all the right things. She's whispering <laughs> sweet nothings. Rishi just will not pick it up. And I'm telling you, he is doing this on purpose. Uh-huh. He's intentionally stringing her along now. Yep. This and that shows a lack of respect for her. Uh-huh. It's like I'm on board with this now. She'll stick around. She'll she'll deal with it. Uh-huh. And he, what was his line? Monica has always wanted to go to Venice, and Fort Lauderdale is like the Venice of Florida. Is that what he fucking said? Something like Girl. that. Girl, <laughs> I can't. He's like, I got charcuterie, I got wine, <laughs> I got a gondola. Good child. And then the awkward end. The, the whole gondola ride was awkward. They obviously yeah. they also they also added music to make it awkward. Like they do that. They kept touching each other too, like on the like, but not like in yeah. a loving way. It was like just like, rubbing. oh, get the, yeah. It's like, what the fuck y'all doing? What is this? And then the and then the end of the gondola ride where Martha's like, how'd it go? Oh no, nothing. <laughs> okay, shit. Sorry, nothing. I did my best, Monica. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Mm. And then Rishi has the gall. I mean, Kendrick, when I tell you, I I almost threw my phone at the TV. You know, you know that moment in Legally Blonde where she's eating chocolates and goes, Maya! <laughs> that was how I felt because mm-hmm. he goes, apparently everyone does this for a proposal. But Martha says a few people don't. We're one of the few. How <gasps> dense can you be? That's mean. God. That's so mean. And so she's it's one just... thing to say it in your confessional, but to say it to her, are you kidding me? 
And then they're looking at pictures and she's like, I don't think I can post these because everyone's going to be like, was there a proposal? And he's Uh like, oh, okay, then don't post them. (gasps) Wow. I hate him. Wowie, wowie, wowie. I don't ever want them to get married. I want her to break up with him and find a tall Indian man who is a doctor. 6'4". 6'4". I want her to find that unicorn Indian, tall Indian man and be like, who? Mm -hmm. Because Rishi is playing her ass because he can. Mm -hmm. Because she's so dutiful. She's like, well, he says it'll happen eventually, so I just have to believe him. Yep. And at this point, have we even seen, like, them have fun? I rarely feel like they, like, is he even interesting? What is he, at least with Omrit and Nicholas and Richa and uh, Vish, I can see the joy from time to time. Mm-hmm. And that's even saying a lot for Vish and Richa. But they <laughs> they will party and, like, they seem like they can laugh and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. Monica and Rishi, I'm like, I don't even – I feel like they just look good together. That's right. what That's what Noor said uh, when she came on last week. They just mm-hmm. look pretty. Like, they look like yes. they fit together. What is oh, – you, you said Rishi owns, like, clubs or something, didn't you? She said that. She's the one who opened oh. our – I said, remember, she <laughs> – she was like, it was That's right. She's like, it was his restaurant. We were like, his restaurant? What? And then we were all, our eyes were open to the fact right. that he owns all these places, which also then adds to his player factor. Uh-huh. You know, if you're the owner walking into an establishment, that, con- you know what I mean? That has a vibe. Very Peter Thomas. Yes. Oh, yeah. See? Mm-mm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow, we really sped through this episode. It's already over. This is our shortest recap <laughs> was, of all time. But this, you know what? Don't even feel bad because this was one of those episodes where it was great to watch, but it's it's there's not a lot to actually like recap because it's yeah. like you're watching Holy and like that's great to uh-huh. see and stuff, but it's not like the a play by play thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's how. I, when I w- that's why I almost was like, should I skip this and just wait till next week? But I would never. Right. Do, I would never. You guys. <laughs> that's like the some housewives watch. episodes like i'll watch them i'm uh, like that was a great episode but then i'm like how the fuck do i make content about this oh. like what do i do i don't know what to do right now there was some salt lake city episodes where i would get done recapping and be <gasps> like well, i don't know what the hell you want me else to say it's been 25 <laughs> right. minutes since it i'm like i can keep talking about nothing right this, the it. next the next time why are monica and brian in an improv class oh because <laughs> she wants to act oh that's right yeah yeah bollywood until i said that i was like i literally wrote improv class with three uh, three question marks but then as it came out of my mouth Uh and brian would go with her to an improv class of course he's who i would take to an improv class absolutely the ultimate hype man he's like okay i'll do whatever (laughs) you know what i mean no judgment on himself whatsoever Uh um Bali is going to be kicked out of her house, not in that dramatic of a fashion, obviously, but her mom her mom clearly is like, this wasn't what we thought it was going to be. She out. wants that couch back. So, she yeah. needs her place on the couch back. Um, but Nicholas and Amrit are going to fight. Ooh. And I'm ready. I'm ready it for him bad. because Nicholas says it right in front of the parents. It's not the parents' wedding. It's our wedding. And then Amrit's like, you're being so selfish right now. And I'm like, oh, that's Oof. rich coming from you. Right. Ooh, that's going to be good. And they didn't yeah. say season finale, did they? So we still got they, more to they come. They didn't, but I don't trust I don't trust the way they handle this show anymore. Yeah, I don't trust it either. 
I like th- I could feel like I feel like they could start this episode and be like tonight on the season finale and like oh, okay. right, mm-hmm. but I feel like we got we were gonna get eighteen episodes, sixteen. Oh, oh, okay, that's still a lot. Okay, I so I could have. That's more that. than most New Jersey seasons now. But okay. I still feel like that's almost unnecessary. Yeah, get to the wedding already. You know what I mean? How many mm-hmm. more fights can they get into about this wedding? enough to break up but they didn't do that so yeah let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's get to it <laughs> sheesh <laughs> get to that it was, people that was said so organically enough to break up <laughs> if they didn't already do that <laughs> this is kendrick's third recording today yes i've had to in a row <laughs> i got and, off work uh, work was hell because they it's been a meeting day because they had me in meetings Ugh. Like from when I woke up to when I clocked out finally, I was Ooh. in meetings all day. Ooh. Had to lead some. Had to just watch. It was it, uh, it was a nightmare. Oh, but... so you've been on like a Zoom situation all day. Long. Yes, Microsoft Teams all day, literally okay. all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. On that note, guys, we're gonna wrap this. Up. Okay. <laughs> okay. We are done. For the and day. it's icy here. Like it was sleeting, so like I can't order food. It's it, it's a whole nightmare. Uh, you can't order. F- oh, because you don't want the the drivers can't drive. Right. They've just oh, that sucks. Stupid Tennessee. I know. Well, now I've what got, do you do? Now I've got to cook. Oh, who the hell wants to do that? Much. That is God. that because I, I was just thinking. I'm like, I'm going to order pizza. Exactly. That's why I kept looking down. I was trying to order pizza, but then I was getting texts <laughs> saying like, I can't. Uh, someone I was going to eat with, they were like, I can't find anywhere to order from. I'm like, what do you mean? What is happening? What do you mean you can't find anywhere? And literally, I can't find anywhere to get food from. Kendrick, know this. If you ever need to pause to figure your food out, <laughs> I understand that more than anyone. Can I tell you, it's so funny when I record with Bravo while black, because we all literally order our food before we go start recording, and then we go. And Aaron will literally be like, all right, y'all. He'll, I'll know when like his food is there because he starts wrapping up. He's like, oh, shit, I got five more minutes, y'all. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like, okay, so that's about it. We are mm-hmm. done for the night. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh, that really sucks. I feel bad. You have to cook. Well, I know. What you know? First world problems, I guess. Right. <laughs> exactly. First world problems. Uh, all right. Well, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, all of the places. I'm Reality and Comics 2 with Kendrick Tucker. Okay. Search the name. Search all of that. Follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Come for the podcast. Stay for the memes. Um, All right, guys. Love you, mean him. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. 
If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.